Hey y'all, it's Livy. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm just reading a quick excerpt from my book and I wanted to read this excerpt in specific because this is uh, a piece that was inspired by um, one of my podcast episodes and it was specifically my podcast episode with Shane Herkel. He's a couples therapist. Um, him and I met through TikTok and he was on the podcast a while back and that was such a great episode, and if you haven't listened to that one, I'll link that one in the show notes. Um, but I wanted to uh, read this excerpt from my book because I think this is such a powerful piece of advice that Shane shared, um, and something that could really help put your perspective about relationships into a healthier framework. Um, so I'm just going to hop right into this. The key to finding someone that you can build a healthy, long-lasting relationship with is asking yourself the question, does this person have flaws that I can happily accept and not feel resentful over? Not only asking yourself, what do I want in a significant significant other, but what flaws would I be able to work with? Also, what type of person could work well with my flaws? For example, you have a great relationship with someone who is late to everything, but you are 10 minutes early to a default. Is that something you could accept about the other person and choose to not get upset over? If you had a hard time with not feeling jealousy towards others, what type of person could accept that trait in you? Of course, we can grow and our partner can grow and improve as people, but we still will always be imperfect. So, I'd take your flaws and your significant other's flaws at face value instead of expecting someone to change. You cannot assume your partner will change. You either accept them with their flaws and have compassion for their limitations or move on. Those are the two options. I had a conversation with a couples therapist, Shane Herkel, on my podcast, Today is the Future. Below, I added a snippet that illustrates this concept really well. Now, this is a quote from Shane. How do I express my own boundaries for myself while respecting your boundaries or respecting who you are? How do I move into compassion? For example, if I've expressed to my wife that I'm afraid of dogs, we go on a walk one day, a dog walks down the sidewalk, and I move to the other side of the road. But my wife doesn't come with me. I might then move into the victim's stance. Woe is me. My wife doesn't support me and doesn't understand me. The victim's stance is where 99% of violence in the world comes from. Every perpetrator believes they are the victim in their own story and also believes they are the hero in their own story. So, because I'm filled with the contempt for my wife because she didn't run across the street with me, I feel entitled in the way that I talk to her. Why didn't you come across the street with me? That was so lame, which is terrible which is blamey, which is harsh, which is critical, which are all things that are terrible for relationships. I, in this example, I'm attacking from the victim position. What we have to do is take responsibility for ourselves. This is where people get it very messed up. Most of the time we're in the victim stance and we're waiting for a partner to do something different in order for us to feel okay. This is codependence. I'm living my life as a miserable victim waiting for others to change. 
This is the definition of being disempowered. It's an awful way to live. The goal is not to change my wife. The goal is for me to move into self-empowerment and move into compassion for her limitations. We must realize that we have it within ourselves to see the world in a way that makes us feel empowered. Close quote. We will never be perfect humans and neither will our partner. Either find self-empowerment in what you have or it might not be a good fit. That's the end of that excerpt. I think it's a really great reminder because I think with partners, with friendships, with our family, uh, you know, it's very easy to slip into that victim stance position, especially when it's like fairly justified if someone really is treating you poorly. But if we truly practice self-love and practice our own self-interest, looking at it from a self-empowerment standpoint that there's two options you either accept their flaws or you move on or you keep a relationship going that is shitty um and so really moving into self-empowerment and making a decision that is in your best interest building a solid relationship requires action And it requires continual growth and we have to, and the victim stance does not create that growth. You have to take action. You have to find self-empowerment in order to, to move forward and, and, um, act in your own best interest when it comes to your relationships with people. Um, but that, yeah, that's a wonderful excerpt from Shane and, and, uh, a piece of advice that I, that I think about often and, I hope was a was a good reminder for you as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we have a really, really good episode next week coming out. And um, this one we talk a lot about building emotional skills and um, the power of healing. And it's this coming episode is is really like no other that I've I've recorded so far so I really recommend that you tune in next week and I'll see you soon